All the hands will take you on a journey to the cockpit at a time. Delve into the mystery and wonderment. We can blow your mind. Every question will be answered. Nothing will be as it seems. At the turn of a page, you'll be amazed. You will cream your jeans. Thanksgiving, you guys. Alicia, I want to just set the scene, is okay. dressed like it is harvest time right now. She's got a big fuzzy scarf and a fuzzy sweater and overalls, and she's just all <laughs> snuggled in like we're just apple cider and pumpkin pie. I forgot about the overalls. That probably really, really does, does complete the picture. It does. It's so Thanksgiving. I love it. Well, it was cold today. Yeah. It is cold right now on Thanksgiving. Burr. So cold. I, hope. I think it might snow. Wink. Is it snowing? I don't know. It was looking like it was going to snow. I love snow on Thanksgiving. I do, too. I like it. I do not like driving in the snow, and I do not like the possibility that it ever, and it has once, derailed our plans to get to Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, that sounds like a movie waiting to happen. I think it was mostly me in the backseat, my my dad, like, white knuckling it, me mm-hmm. like, you drive just <laughs> don't slow it just keep driving plow through because <laughs> the, at the other end of that road was gravy yeah and i'll be goddamned i'm not gonna miss that gravy i wasn't gonna get my gravy well welcome to overbooked oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> the comedy podcast for people who want to read and don't have time yeah you want to be in a book club and have great conversations about getting to thanksgiving in the snow but you don't want to commit to the book yes mm-hmm yeah. It's perfect for you. It's perfect for everyone, really. Yeah. I'm Jinx. I'm Alicia. Right. And it's Thanksgiving. And Official. Steven's here. Steven. Hello. We're having our Steven's giving. Oh. That's when we just have Thanksgiving with Steven. <laughs> and no turkey. We should have brought a little game hen. We should have. <laughs> Roast a little miniature I'm Thanksgiving. Those tiny little tartlet pies oh and stuff. God. Oh, we're <gasps> the worst. Pretend we did it. Let's do that someday. Okay. Sometime. Sometime. Not Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Some. Some. It, sometime in the future. Sometime in the future. We'll have tiny Thanksgiving. Tiny Thanksgiving. I love it. <gasps> That's a great idea. Yeah. We can make stuffing out of like those little cocktail toast things. Oh, yeah, makes teeny little tiny, tiny cubes. Oh, ah, I love it. Just great. scalpel. So I don't know I don't know what time this this uh, this PCAS drops. But you're probably, as the kids say. You're but probably working on some prep. Yeah, I imagine that you're probably peeling some things <gasps> at this point. So. Oh, my God. What do you think is happening, happening at the Whitman's house? The Whitman's. Well, let's see. They're in, what time do, zone is that? That's Eastern. And listen, they are some serious cooks. Like, I bet they are really doing it. If they're serious cooks, they've probably pre-prepared, pre-prepared, pre-prepared a lot of things. Yeah. I'm guessing. So East Coast, let's see what I'm passing two hours ahead. Let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> carry the one. What just happened? I know. <laughs> they're, probably, they're, probably, they're probably whipping some cream right about now, I'd say. You think so? Mm-hmm. Now, in the Midwest, they're early Thanksgiving people. That's why I so think yeah, they're on the right. pie. Okay. You're probably right. Let us know. Let if us right. know, let us know, let, let us know. <laughs> you know what they say. If you love something, let, let it, it snow. snow. <laughs> well, mm. it's Thanksgiving. We're super excited. 
you know, we didn't want to get into a bunch of heavy reading right before we were going to be preparing Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, and it's a sport. We got to stretch out. We got to get ready and prep. And also we wanted you to be able to like do some light listening, you know, yeah. we don't want to get all heavy into like, are you or are you not spatchcocking right now? You're busy. That decision <laughs> right. has been made. Right. And you know how we go so in depth with like the literary aspects of anything we're reading. I don't want it to be too heavy and dry. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> It's hard. It's hard. You, 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 you got to focus. Keep it light. Keep it frothy. Easy, easy listening. Hashtag keep it frothy. <laughs> Whoa. You like that? Keep it frothy. Keep cheese it frothy, bags. guys. Keep it frothy cheese bags. <laughs> or something. Also, Greta Tatooie. Yes, here we, we are. are. Here we are. In the, in the This is peak. Peak Greta Tatooie. Greta Tatooie. Yeah. And um, so oh. let's go around and say something we're thankful for. Greta Tatooie. Sorry. <laughs> Let's go around and say something that gives us gratitude. Okay. <laughs> I still don't know how to say it. I know. <laughs> no one does. That's part of what we're thinking. That's thankful part for. of the charm. Yeah. I'm thankful that we fly under the radar. I <laughs> I have gratitude. I oh so many things, but I mean we've already talked about the like when you brought me soup. Oh yeah. I had a gratitude the other day. We were together and what happened? And we were like, oh, we were <laughs> I don't even remember. We went up to watch a meteor storm that was supposed to happen. Oh my gosh. And I, you know, am a big fan of just reading headlines. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so therefore failed to glean that um the it's, meteor storm it was an East Coast. Yeah, yeah. It was an East Coast <laughs> thing as what. Well. So but we also were we were out there. We sure were. And we were like, I think I see it. I think I, I think see it's something. happening. Do you I see like it? something's about to happen? Yeah, I can kind of see it like it's kind of is it like like over there by the one? It's a little more alive. Yeah, it's more alive. It's more alive like over in the right, usual right side. Now. Yes, yes. I, I see it. Feel, I definitely okay, all right. See so it. let's focus in it. on that. That was But us. then Alicia invented one of the most amazing words I've ever heard. She said her optimism was dwining. <laughs> Which is like, and I was like, holy shit, I know. Dwindling <laughs> and waning. Mm-hmm. We saw zero yep. shooting stars in no. what was supposed to be like 400 an hour. Right. We, saw zero. we saw zero. And at, you know, what, probably two hours in, I was like, my right. optimism is dwining. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I felt, exactly. but I felt gratitude. Yeah. Because like, how often do you stop and just like go out in the middle of the desert with your best friend on a Tuesday? Y- yeah. Or whatever I day felt it was. it too because I don't go out and do anything like that ever with and anyone. And just look at the stars. And that was yeah. pretty rad. So good for us for doing that. Gratitude to I, them. I love that. Thank you. That's beautiful. That was really good. <laughs> also, I do just want to like give props to Dwayneing because oh, thank you. <laughs> that word perfectly describes every Dwayne I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Just kind of Dwayneing. Yeah. Well, Dwayne at Liquid is not like that, but isn't he more... But he spells it different. That's true. I'm talking about D-U-A-N-E. Oh. That's a a specific kind of Dwayne. (laughs) Also, a D-W-A-Y-N-E Dwayne is Mm -hmm. a different kind of Dwayne. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Dwayne Dwopsky (laughs) Pollard. This is all I'm hearing right now is you're having this going... I'm only happy when it dwindles. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne. No, you're right. That was great. That was good. I'm glad. Yeah. We did so that. that I grabbed a tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I'm. I'm good. Can I count it too? Is it cheating if I count it too? No, you can piggyback. I'm going to piggyback on it because 
I just automatically was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I never, I, she'll have crazy ideas. Like she'll totally just be like, we should go. And it's just something random. And I'm like, nope, every time. <laughs> and this time I was like, okay. And we just did it. And it, it was, was great. amazing. Yeah, it was great. It was a good time. Where did you go? I don't even know. We just drove out until it was dark. Yeah. Oh. We were towards CUNA. Oh, okay. Know? Nice. And then we just pulled off and sat somewhere. Cool. And then we heard a thing that was either a deer or a cow. We're not sure which. And we hashed it out. We hashed it out for a while. Well, was it, did you come to a conclusion? No. Nope. But it Still went, up for it, debate. It went away. It went away, so it was fine. But we decided that it wasn't probably a bear, but yeah, a deer. I figured it was probably a deer. I think mm-hmm. cattle are unlikely. She said it wasn't that, cattle season, that and of, I didn't know what that meant. Well, I mean, I think that like you're going to get those free-range cattle out there in summer. Oh, that's like a, that's what they wouldn't be a farmer's like livestock right there. Well, he'd keep them in because oh. winter because win, winter's coming. Oh, I guess out here, yeah, that's a lot of land. You Hashtag just let winter's them, coming. <laughs> yeah, you don't let them just roam around out here. That's a big space. In the, in the winter, yeah, not so much. In the summer, yes, oh. but in the winter, you can freeze, freeze to death. Mm. I think they keep them frozen kind beef. Of, it's all done. Oh, I think they keep them kind of well, that makes contained in the winter. I, I don't actually anyway, know. It Again, this is hashing it out. I think yeah, it was we're a just deer. hashing it out. Probably a deer. Maybe even like a squirrel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Equally scary. Something moved. That's yeah. we know that much for sure. So what we you, hashed that out. What are you grateful for? Oh, about yeah. it? Gratitude. Uh, I am. I'm. I'm just gratitude so much <laughs> for for all of it. I. I. Yeah. Just grateful for everything, man. <laughs> That's great. I'm great. I'm great. I'm gratitude. Uh, just to to be alive. Gratitude. on the drum. Just to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. Just to be alive. Just to be breathing. You know. I have my health. And you know, I'm happy about that. My grandfather always said, "Any any t- any day you wake up and your name's not in the newspaper is a good day." <gasps> I, see, I see what he means, but but the narcissist in me was like, "What? <laughs> I want my name in the newspaper." He was talking about yeah, the obituaries, the obituaries. Right. specifically. Right? Sure, that that comes across, but That's what I, I mean, it was a little broad. <laughs> now that now that we're at the obituaries, I feel like it's a, a t- good a time as any <laughs> to discuss. The update on Barbara. Oh, I was, I, in my mind, I was like, I hope she doesn't say Barbara. Uh, it's and Barbara. Now. Barbara of uh, episode, what was that, 17, 18, somewhere around there? Probably. Yeah. Barbara. My phone used to belong to my Barbara. Phone used to, well, my phone number used to belong to Barbara. Right. And we were catching up with her friends. We didn't know what had happened. You know, I was getting phone calls from her vet. Just all of that stuff was happening. Well, this time, I got a phone call from her eye doctor eye doctor wishing her a happy birthday so i was like oh it's her it's barbara's birthday then i remembered that i had found several obituaries for someone with her name right that was about the same mm-hmm. i don't remember how else we drew that together but i found uh, like three so after the, you had talked to her out of town friend, friend on the phone for yeah, a long time i had her last name yeah so the one that i had now had the last name i just called the funeral home and i was like hey my phone number used to belong to this lady and I still get texts and today's her birthday. And I know the day that is, you know, your obituary said that this person died. Could you just match your file and see if this is her birthday? So I could see if that's that person. And he said, 
yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Like I thought he was going to give me a hard time or I something. I wonder if he had her phone number. If you could have just crossed. Oh yeah. We could have just checked. Well, maybe not. I, I don't, don't know. know. But I, he was just like, yeah, sure. And he like put me on hold and he came back and he was like, yes, I can confirm that her birthday was today. And oh. so it was like, oh, oh Barbara. Okay. And, I, and he said, are you going to, are you going to let some people know that you've talked to? And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll let people know. And so, so anyway, she died in June, June, in late June. Timelines match up and everything. Yeah. 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 We were right there. But well, so happy Thanksgiving, Barbara. Bless up, you know, Barbara. Bless up. Yeah. And I'm, I did feel it. Like it was her birthday. And we, we were really like, it's we're Barbara's like, birthday. Oh, yeah. Cool. That was Tuesday last day. This Tuesday? This, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Tuesday. Yeah. Wow. I feel that. I feel that too. I don't yeah, I th- felt like a kinship. I, I mean, her friend and everything. I know that's really it's really sad, but you I know what? I'm I'm glad now to know. I'm glad to know. Me too. If I, I understand now messages. all the forensic files where the family just wants closure. <laughs> right. I get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm glad to be able to actually respond. Yeah. Because for the most part, I just ignore them now. Right. I had just kind of stopped, you know, doing anything. But now I want to respond and, and let them know. Yeah, you should know. Well, what a bummer for that friend. The out-of-town friend. I know. She must have found out because she never called back. And uh, what happened to Buttons, right? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I could call the vet and find out, I bet. Maybe. You know what? I'll keep on it. I'll keep on it. We'll find out <laughs> the everything. saga continues. <laughs> and her obituary didn't have anything about her. Oh, that's about I know. It was really sad because I wanted to find out more. I, I'll, I'll, I'll do more digging. Anyway, we'll recap. We'll Barbara. Recap. Barbara, we loved you. Rest in power. We'll pour one out for you. We sure will. It'll probably be an accident, but I'll do it. Yeah, when, it, when it happens, I'll sure. say, that one was for Barbara. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> Back to that. Oh, right. It's Thanksgiving. But I like it. Thanksgiving's a time when you think about things like that and like people that you've known and loved in the past. And, you know, yeah. it's kind of that. Remember, kind of remember Barbara. This we remember the fun times with Barbara. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, those times. Okay. Are you doing anything fancy pants for Thanksgiving? You got any any big off the rails plans? And when I say fancy pants, I mean like with food. are you spatchcocking? Is what I'm saying. <laughs> like what what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you, what are your plans, Stephen? What do you do? We go over to our my my wife's parents' house, mm-hmm. and we go there every year. And it's like the whole their her whole side of the family kind of congregates there, and it's like a real like loose vibe. Like we don't all sit down to dinner and stuff. It's just kind of like buffet style. Is it an all day event kind of a thing, or you go at a certain time? Well, probably like in like the like early afternoon range, you know, like two. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Like after the kids is like take a nap or whatever, mm. um, and then go over there and we'll be over there <gasps> till like those days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll be over there till like you know like eleven o'clock at night or so. Oh, that's oh, great! God, that's great. What do yeah. you do at night? Drink. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't have a family that drank really, so that. When I hear about that, I'm like, oh my god, that's probably amazing. Yeah, me either. I didn't grow up with in like no. a, a drinking family, so it, her her cool? family. Yeah, I'm like, cool. this is cool. We're all drinking beer together. I remember <laughs> that being one of the things I liked about Tucker's family when I first met him because they owned that restaurant. And oh we'd yeah, go there and like just have the bar and be like, I'm gonna try us. Like I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That is cool. Oh, uh, so w- yeah, we're, well, I'm going over to my mom's house on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. uh, pre-feast at 2.30. Dinner will be served at 4.20. Okay. It's on, <laughs> nice. it's on, it's on the, the invitation. invitation. 
<laughs> and everything on the invitation has this really pretty glow around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're really well done. They are really well done. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Yeah. And then on Wednesday, yesterday. <gasps> yeah. Then yesterday, here's what we did. We had our own Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Just us. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Just us and our kids. Us and our kids. And so we just get to hang out and like wear whatever we want. And they're going to play downstairs all day. They're yeah. all pumped about it. Nice. You guys could have come over if you wanted. We could have? Yeah. 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 Oh. You still can you since still it's can in the future. Well, now, we're in this weird time warp. <laughs> we were <laughs> busy. <still> <laughs> we might go to Worby. Um, yeah, so they're just going to play. We might go to Worby. <laughs> and then Alicia and I get to cook all day. Ah, Just great. Yeah. Like, we just get to cook shit all day. Carl's going to come over. Oh, good. So Tucker's going to hang out with Carl. It's going to be great. Oh, my God. Nice. Have time. you met Carl? No. Listen, we are big fans of Carl, and there's actually a, there's a, a Facebook, Facebook page, page called Fans, fans of, of Carl. Carl. <laughs> I gotta look this. I gotta look okay. this. Yeah. Everyone, be become fans of Carl. So that's gonna be great. Yeah. I um, I'm excited about it because it'll be good for once. Oh God, it's gonna be so good because we made everything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm excited because we decided we decided to double grable. Yeah, we're gonna double grable. Uh, so we're gonna make the, the maple, the maple grable, maple grable, the maple grable for the sweet potatoes, <laughs> and then the other gravy for the turkey. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do it. That's awesome. We'll report back. Okay, yeah. please do. Yeah. I'm I'm waiting with bated breath. Also, you can come. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Because it's oh, yes. the day before. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Because it was yesterday. Um, <laughs> but we're only gonna have we're only gonna have two desserts. Isn't that what we settled on? Did we? I don't know. Did we not? I hope we didn't. We were going to have cake and pie. Oh, that's right. You were going to make the coconut cake and I was mm-hmm. going to make pumpkin pie. Yeah. Right. Should we have more? Well. <laughs> I feel like we should. We probably will. That's, see, this is the great part about it. We can decide it when we have that trip where we're like, we got to go to the store because we forgot this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And the store's not crowded. Because it's Wednesday. Because it's Wednesday. And then we're like, oh, we should also make. And then we just get stuff to make something else. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's what we're going to do. Okay. So I don't know what great. you guys are all doing, but I hope you're, what are you moving on to? You're at the whipped cream. You think they're sitting down for pie now out there at the Whitman's? Possibly. <sighs> they wouldn't be listening to a podcast if that was If they were in the <laughs> kitchen finishing up the pie and like whipping <gasps> cream. Are you doing dishes? Probably. Yeah. Getting oh the, washing the, how many people go to, to the, the Whitman's? Whitman's? I don't know. I don't know if they have it or they go somewhere. I don't know. Mm. Well, <laughs> I'm, you know what, in my in, in my in my version of what they're doing right now, <laughs> okay. they're in the kitchen mm-hmm. and they're washing the pie forks, you right. know, to listening to the podcast. Listening to the podcast, oh. got the whipped cream going, probably in the uh, KitchenAid. Your kids you know? are just sneaking a little extra. Yeah, and that's mm. what's happening. Okay, so okay, Sarah had so a question, Sarah, <laughs> which we should answer we should for answer her it. since she's listening right now. Right, she is right now. We know that. Okay, so Sarah asked us a question. Hold on, it was I about it right here. Okay, here it is. It's gone. It was about gluten-free <laughs> stuffing. It's go- oh, Yeah, she asked, but I can't remember how she said it. Anyway, she basically, she and her mother are both, uh, they both have celiac disease, right. which I have. Right. And so she wanted to know what I did for gluten-free stuffing because the, every time they try one, it's a disaster. And they're getting the store-bought. Yeah, they're getting like a store-bought um, gluten. You know, like stovetop, but gluten-free. gluten-free. Okay. And my answer to that is don't buy those. Mm-hmm. And just make regular stuffing with gluten-free bread. You know what I mean? Like it just makes, just make it from scratch. It's just as easy as yeah. making stovetop. Stovetop 
They make I mean, they it, may they just make it seem so like simple. crumbs or or cubes too. I don't know, but just make it yourself. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's so easy. Yes, I always think. Hard. I always think that like, you know, the idea of making your own stuffing is really intimidating, but yeah. it's really not that hard. It's just like all those flavors that you expect: parsley, mm-hmm. sage, a little thyme. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Garlic. Pretty much it. Yeah, onion. Onion. Yeah, that's about it. Celery salt. Oh, definitely. Or celery seed. Yeah. I don't want to get too salty. But then those in melted butter and chicken broth. That's it. Just yeah. like the way taste it when it's like as flavorful as you like it. Pour it over your super mm-hmm. dry cubes of bread. That's the thing. I think it takes experience to know how much of the mix, how much of the stuff to pour over the cubes to what degree. Because, you know, it depends on how dry they are. Well, and it and depends you on your preference. Yes. Because right? some people like it soupy. Some people like it really wet, and some mm. people like it a little, a little, cr- like crunchy or fall. They like the pieces to come apart, mm-hmm. kind of a loose. I like a mixture kind of, of a the, loose stuffing, a, a loose, <laughs> a loose sausage. Loose. Some people like <laughs> the sausage and whatnot in their stuffing, whatever. Yeah. But like, what you, you do it. What do you like? Are you a are you a fancifier or a nope. purist? I am a purist. I, I like am the, too. I like the bread and the herbs and the butter and all the butter in the world, all butter, all of it, butter, butter, so butter, 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 so much butter. The one mm. place I do a variant is that usually I have to make my own gluten free stuffing. Like I'm the only one making it. Right. And by the way, Sarah, oh, here's what I do. Just side, I hadn't <laughs> right, said right. that. I always just buy, I always buy the Udi's brand gluten-free bread because their sandwich bread is the best. And I either toast it until it's incredibly dry, but that makes for more of a grainy stuffing, mm-hmm. like more of a cornbread style stuffing. Right. Um, or I just leave it out the night before, mm-hmm. like straight up, just lay it out on sheets and leave it there all let night. Let it dry out. Let it dry out. And then by the time the next day, it's like, oh, it's hard. Sure. But then just break it into pieces mm-hmm. instead of trying to get cubes. Cause that's, that's how you end up again with like grainy pudding right. and stuff. And then just make it like you would normal. Same thing. Yeah. Um, the only, so the only way that I make a variant is that when I make it at my house, I'm the only one eating it. So sometimes I'll make oyster dressing. That's what I was just going to say. Don't you do the oyster dressing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I sure do. I love it so much. I know you do. I love it. I know. But I'm the only one eating it. So it's yeah, great. Yeah, so it's fine. So it's great. Like it's like little... your whole own oyster stuffing, yeah. which... <laughs> <laughs> which she is not enjoying thinking about no nope. oh. i think you would oh actually God. like it no i wouldn't i think you would like it the parts that don't have oysters i don't know <laughs> I think you but you like seafood like you like that and you like it's like a bread pudding almost situation but drier well to say i like seafood is a bit of an oversell it's like i shrimp i like shrimp and shellfish Right, like clam, shrimp. I like lobster. Clams, uh, if I'm in exactly the right mood, lobster, shrimp, crab <laughs> clam mood, right? <laughs> crab, I like, but I don't really enjoy that like briny sea flavor. I do not like nori. No, I don't either. You know those seaweed snacks? Ooh. That is no. Nope. And everyone's like, it just tastes like the sea, and I'm like, mm. nope, that's a different. I would equate the flavor that when you cook it like that in the bread with the butter more to a crab-like flavor hmm. than in, because it's cooked and it's chopped up. So it's not like a big old like oyster, you know what I mean? And yeah, there's it, tons it, of it that doesn't even have oyster in it because I'm not buying like, what am I, a king? I can buy like four oysters, okay? I <laughs> was not, you know. I would taste a cartoonish nibble of it. Yeah. I, I would appreciate it if you would. If I make it, and I think you would be surprised. Okay. 
Yeah. I right. don't think you're going to eat like a dish of it though. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but that I'm like an almost guarantee that's yeah. not going to happen. No. It's not going to happen. Francie has volunteered to make all the decorations for the kids' table. Great. They should be a mess. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be great. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So I'm so I'm looking I'm looking forward to the day. I I don't I'm not in charge of anything really exciting at my mom's house except for uh cranberries. That's it? Um you're not doing mushrooms? Well, stuffed mushrooms obviously. Oh, yeah. But um but the cran the sh- I'm in charge <laughs> of the cranberries this year. Somber, mm. somber. You should make a trio. <laughs> oh, I love that you're in charge of them. <laughs> so, they get unruly. <laughs> They're Dolores, head. please, 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 rest in peace. Um, th- so I'm gonna bring obviously like the jar, the mm-hmm. not jar, can, you know, with the lines on it that sh- looks out because that's my favorite. The ocean spray, right? Sure. And then I was thinking of making like a like a like an orange, like an orange cranberry mm-hmm. maybe. But then I'm going to make the one I heard about on NPR the other day that the NPR lady's been it's been pushing real hard. It's 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 got it's cranberry sauce right with like whatever your cranberries and uh sour cream and horseradish yeah 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 i've had that it's very good it sounds great also that just reminded me that i want to make that dip with the pepper jelly yes you can get the cranberry pepper jelly and then put on the I want to make that for the meat and cheese portion of the evening. Yeah. Okay. Um, there will be a meat and cheese portion of the evening. I hope everyone. Or there was yesterday. Portion. Yeah, I hope so too. Because that's what you do, like when you're while you're cooking. That way you're not. That's just pre feast. Yeah, you're pre feasting. Yeah. Which I said to Francie, I was explaining it to her, and I was like, "It's a feast," and 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 Chuck and Pie Face and Alicia are coming over for the feast, and Carl will be here, and she was like, "What? What's a feast?" And I was like, "Oh, it's just where we get together and eat all the food." I didn't know how to explain it. And I was like, and celebrate something. <laughs> yeah, that seems fair. That seems fair. Eat all the food? All the food? <laughs> all day. We just eat all the food She was all like, day. cake? And I was like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She was like, okay. <laughs> In. <laughs> Sold. Sold. Um, I, do have, I do have here this Mad Lib. Oh, I thought it was an interesting twist on writing, reading, on, on literature. Uh, this is what I read this week. Oh, and I thought Stephen would really appreciate it. And this is composed by whom? This is composed by my son, Henry. Age a, eight. Age eight. This is a Mad Lib he did. And I'm sure he's really proud of it. It's called when I, A Night at the Carnival. See if you can pick out the words he inserted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. When my best friend and I go to the carnival, we go on as many poopy rides as we can before we run out of girls. <laughs> Our first must is the roller shoes. <laughs> what a smelly thrill racing down that track at 1,212 miles an hour, mm-hmm. throwing our bodies in the air and screaming at the top of our arms. <laughs> Not as terrifying, but still nice fun, are the bumper girls, <laughs> where we drive around like crazy boys running into each other. <laughs> By far the scariest ride is the Tilta Henry. <laughs> it sends us pooping in circles so fast it makes our butt spin. Yeah. <laughs> Steven's losing his mind. Get ready, Steven, because I'm bringing it home. After that, we're happy as buttheads to hop onto the Ferris bathroom and enjoy the slow, poopy ride. It's a nice way to top off the evening and calm our butt cheeks. <laughs> I knew the finale was going to just wreck him. Everybody calm <sighs> your butt cheeks. Everybody calm your butt cheeks. Stay fresh. 
stay fresh butt cheeks. That's something we all read together. That we sure did. Really means something. Yeah, I feel like I could pick out some of the words. That yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Ferris. I felt like I could have used a Ferris bathroom at the fair this year. <laughs> I got on. I got on the gondola, you know, and oh. about halfway down the gondola. Well, I'll tell you this much, friends. I had just eaten a Prano pup, and that Prano pup hit the digestive tract with a wallop, and I was halfway down the gondola, and I was like. I am going to shit my pants. Oh, my God. A hundred feet onto the heads of all the fairgoers <laughs> on the midway. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. And it took every ounce of will I had to like hold oh my. my butt cheeks together and not shit oh my on God. the heads of people. Th- there are worse ways to go out than shitting on the heads of a bunch of strangers. I can't think are of there? what they would be. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a look at that bird? <laughs> Whoa. No. There's also something magically. Is that Prano Pop? <laughs> what is it? There's something that we call magically laxative about the grocery outlet. Have you noticed? You've noticed. We've talked about it. Yeah. And it's not so much in a bad way. It's just that it's very effective and urgent. <laughs> like almost every time I go in there, I'm like, whew, better get out of here. Oh, <laughs> oh, cut, it, cut it short. Cut it short. Cut oh. it short. Oh. Yeah, boy. Ferris bathroom. Mm. That's what we just call that for now. Ferris bathroom? Mm-hmm. Quick, to the Ferris bathroom. <laughs> My favorite part of the Mad Lib was uh, just the phrase, crazy boys. Yeah. <laughs> we just run into each other like crazy boys. Crazy boys. He got really upset the other day because um, he was trying to name a profile on something, and he wanted it to be like crazy boys, but with an I, and Tucker wasn't cool enough to know that. Oh, Wait, I don't get it. Crazy boy with an I. Oh, wait. B-O-I. Oh. Yeah, boy. And he assumed that Tucker would just know uh, that he would want it spelled that way because that's the cool way. Right. And Tucker didn't, sure. in fact, know that. <laughs> so it's spelled the wrong way. So he was upset. Um, less cool. Very, get, way less cool. I get it. He made sure, he'll make sure he changes it before, okay, before yeah. the boys come over. Don't worry. <laughs> well. Very concerned. What did we read this week? Well, we were prepping. For our big Thanksgiving. <coughs> sorry. Which means rearranging things, so moving things, actually cleaning them, not just like scraping things onto the floor and then being mm-hmm. like, God, this floor, you know? Yeah. That's, no, it's, and so we dug out and we kind of had talked a little bit about this. Um, some of our best cookbooks and recipes. Uh, I wouldn't say best on my end. Well, best, right. Not best. Yeah, most, I did not bring best. <laughs> most interesting to talk about. How about that? Most podcastable <laughs> recipes <Right>. <laughs> and uh, and cookbooks. Okay. So what what do you have? Should um, we, how should we do this? Yeah. How do you want to do it? I have um, well, I have four things to share. How many do you have? I have. Well, these kind of go together. Just about that many, but we can just go. We'll just go back and forth. We'll go back and forth. Okay. Yeah. So you've got more than me. So you start, and then. Okay, so you'll start. Stuff. Okay, okay. So what I have was I wanted an example of how some of these crazy like theme cookbooks that we were talking about, right? Some that are like TV shows or whatever. They're always not even not even trying to make it about the TV show, or they're not even trying to make it about the food, right? And I brought one that has both. Oh, perfect. okay. So this is the Star Trek cookbook, 
the official cookbook from Star Trek's first chef. I don't know what that means because I don't watch Star Trek. So Star Trek had a chef? Apparently they had a chef and this is their cookbook. Star Alice? No. So in this cookbook, they have both the recipe that makes no sense. It's just a recipe that they put someone's name on. They have Lieutenant Barclay's crab stuffed salmon. Crab stuffed salmon? Like that has nothing to do with Star Trek. It's just Lieutenant Barclay's. Do you watch Star Trek? N- no, but I seem to remember parts of the next generation that took place in like the enterprise like cafeteria okay so that and that guy looks familiar (laughs) i don't know so that's the one where they just slap a character's name on yeah and then make it into something now this is what i want these cookbooks to be is when the recipe is like an actual like theme or like a thing that they make it into something this one is puree of beetle Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. It's really like basically like a um, seafood. They're making like a seafood um, pate type okay. situation. Right. Is what they're doing. But because it's shrimp and crab. Yeah, that's a that's, that's what a, I want. That's a, a beetle. Theme, right? That's a crustacean. That's a theme cookbook. You want to do mollusk? That? Love mollusk? it. Mollusk. Mollusk. Is a beetle a crustacean or a mollusk? A beetle is an insect. Well, right. But I mean, like, really? Yeah, I don't know. Never mind. But but same thing. Same Z. They're arthropods. Like, they're all arthropods. There. There okay. it is. Okay. All right. <laughs> there. Got it. Got Invertebrate. It. <laughs> yeah. I mean if, if exoskeleton, whatever. Okay. Right. Okay. Um <laughs> but I like that they were that that's creative. Like they did it right. Instead of just Lieutenant So and so's hot corn bisque or whatever, you know? Unless that character in the show just was like hot, wild yeah. for corn bisque, you know. He wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> Okay, All so right, what do you got? My my first you got? my first book to share is one of those uh, one of those fundraiser books, and this is um, for the oh Linda Bola. That makes a lot of sense. We'll get back to Linda Bola. Hold on, this is the best in the best of taste, uh, benefiting the students of Nielsen Elementary School for field trips. Oh, that's great! And this, this is, is in great. Dublin. California from 1981. And I, do you think it was wrapped like that? Like it was covered like that? Yeah, or it did came, someone it, do it, that? it has no, it definitely came with this fabric cover. Oh my God. It's like a little binder that sheets look like three, parchment. Yeah. Three ring binder. And they're all, all the recipes are handwritten and signed by the recipe authors. I love it. Uh, in this particular book, the, the two that seem to be feuding. Oh, Okay are uh, Pat Golly and Linda Bola. Linda Bola, it looks here like Linda Bola because she's got her name on this front page giving the special special thanks to all who contributed Mm -hmm. and a special shout out to the illustrator. And that's Linda. Linda Bola and Carolyn Thebes. But uh, Carolyn, Carolyn was the one who had like accept all the submissions and do all the dirty work. They were the coordinators, mm-hmm. Linda and Carolyn. Yeah, writers, sure. Linda Bola, of course. Mm-hmm. Editor, Carolyn Thebes. Sure. Well, yeah. Covers sewn by. Oh, there was a committee. Guess who? Who? Carolyn, Linda, and uh-huh. also Joyce Westerland <gasps> and Paula Noakes. They got Joyce and Paula in on Joyce this? and okay. Paula. All right. We're sewing the covers. <laughs> nice. They're um, really cute, though. I'm, I'm pleased that they went that far. They are really cute. Does it have anything about how much it cost or anything on it? Like I, d- I couldn't find any. And I don't remember where I... Pr- 
I where I procured this. Right. I, I'm not sure how this came into Which my possession. Best, those are the best cookbooks, I think, because you, you're like, how did I even end up with this? Did I buy it? Did someone give it to me? I don't know. Now, I wanted to just share with you one particular recipe here mm-hmm. uh, submitted by Barbara Berg. Okay. Mm, okay. okay. This is <clears throat> long title. Get ready. Dinah Shore's version of Fossa Ferret's adaptation of Frank Sinatra's favorite dish or Italian sweet sausages and peppers. Wow. No, wait. Stop. <laughs> Did you say or does the recipe say Fossa Ferret? It says Farrah Fawcett. Did I okay, say Fossa Ferret? Fossa Ferret. Which was amazing because it was like a caricatured name for a ferret that was Farrah Fawcett. And I was like, that's brilliant. Exact same question. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I am proud of myself. Fossa Ferret. Fossa Ferret. Oh I don't even want a ferret. It. I love I it. I don't want a ferret at all. But if I ever had a ferret, it would oh, be yeah. named Fossa Ferret. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sure. We can make that pack now. Any of us who know anyone who's getting a ferret? Because it's not going to be us. Fossil ferret. ferret. Yeah. So readers, any of you who have a ferret, are thinking ferret, about ferrets, if you know yeah. of a someone, ferret, just start calling it Fossa ferret. ferret. Yeah, anyway, so Dinah Shore's version of Farrah Fawcett's adaptation of Frank Sinatra's favorite dish, Italian sweet sausages and peppers. Now, does this come with a little intro from her where she's like, I once met Farrah Fawcett on a No, it's not trip. the internet. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> God. Nope. I this is just it. straight up like yeah, but bell you know, peppers, oil. I like when the ladies pepper. who write these recipes and contribute them get bossy with them. Like I like when the recipe is like, this is served over a crisp Napa cabbage. Like they're very <laughs> specific. And they're like, you will serve it exactly as I prepare it in my home. Yeah. Now I have one other recipe here that I would like to share with you. <clears throat> okay. This is from... Uh, is this a Feudin one? Is there anything about the Feudin? No, no. Oh, okay. uh, no, no. Oh, I have a question at the end. Okay. okay. This is uh, Dorothy Herlick, I mm-hmm. believe. Uh, her recipe for hot frosted asparagus. Holy shush. What? Yep. What? That basically sums up my feelings. So the ingredients are oh, two large bunches of asparagus, Fair. one egg white, okay. one cup mayonnaise. Oh my God. A cup? You said a cup of mayonnaise. In, in an egg white. So cook the asparagus in the water till tender. Drain. Uh, place into lightly buttered casserole. Fold. Oh, my God. Fold mayonnaise into stiffly beaten egg white. To make like a mousse. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> Frost the asparagus covering completely. Brown under the broiler. Brown. And, oh, so you're not even cooking it in any way. No, you're, just, you're just kind of mer- meringuing it. a mayonnaise meringue. Mm. Oh my god. Just for two or three minutes. Watch carefully. And that's just on top of some asparagus. Oh, it could be made earlier. Or never. <laughs> <laughs> or way later. <laughs> like after everyone's gone. Oh. Now, I want you to okay. tell me, can you go to the dessert section? <sighs> yep. Yeah. Now you're gonna find who is the matriarch of this community in the dessert section. Well, I'll tell you what. They don't fuck around with their desserts here at Nielsen Elementary I because we've don't. got we've got cookies and candy, mm-hmm. and we've pies. got cakes and pies, and um, 
there it's large it's a large section yes here. exactly okay you go to cakes and pies which as we know are the highest of the hierarchy of desserts that is in true. a community mima's sugar cookies are in there sure that sounds great but what's the fancy like what do you got a german chocolate cake you got an angel food cake like who submitted the recipe that's the most ostentatious All right well we're going to cakes and cakes and easy breads oh my crying out loud notes there's a space for notes and everything because <laughs> you might want to take some notes about what Linda thinks. Well, what does pies, pies and desserts? Do we want to go to pies or is cakes a separate cakes, section? Cakes is a bigger. I feel like cakes is at the top. If maybe I've lost the cake page. This is some good listening, right well, here, readers. I love that it just looks. It looks like you pulled that out of a pirate's chest. Like it's just like parchment and handwriting, and it looks amazing. I know it is, finger jello. What was the one we the one we had that was from my hometown? I think we determined that Elaine Lafferty was oh. the, was the dominant culinary force at that cookbook. Okay, well, our, uh, we'll look at the pie section yeah, here since fine. I can't seem to. Louisiana yam pie. Okay, so strawberry so. party pie. Okay, apple and rice dessert. No, that's mm -hmm. not it. Peach parfait dessert. French silk chocolate pie. There, there we're talking. Is. There's the one. That's Joan. <gasps> of course it is. Joan Panella. Joan Panella. Her penmanship is impeccable. Of course. Now, look and see if Joan contributed any other recipes. All right. There's Pat again. Uh, oh, this is a... Beverly Wallace has a long one for frozen raspberry mousse with melon sauce. Ooh, she's the one who actually could cook. Melon or Melba? It's probably Melba. Melba sauce. Yeah. In the 80s. Frozen sure. raspberry mousse with Melba sauce. That was very popular, though, so she could be the one. Beverly Wallace. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I love it. Hot I fudge sundae pie. Yes, please. The anthropology of a community cookbook is amazing. Barbara Berg. Has another lemonade ice cream pie, almond Hershey pie, perfect pie crust. There's Pat, Pat Golly. Pat's, Pat's coming in with her perfect, perfect pie, pie crust. crust. Of course she is. Oh, but looky here. What's Linda? This is mine. This is my it's pie, your crust. pie this crust. This is my perfect pie crust. I'm on Team Pat. <gasps> Did you even know it? Did you know you were on Team Pat this whole time? No. Oh my God. I don't know that I've ever really even looked at this cookbook before, honestly. Maybe that's where you got it. No, it's not. I because I got it from my friend whose grandparents owned the uh, oh that's right the truck stop. Maybe they got it from there. <gasps> Maybe that's their cookbook. Maybe it is. Dun -dun. <laughs> Deduced All port right. wine festival jelly by Lorraine Cornelius. Oh Lorraine, with your you really uh, there's Pat again. No, no, wait. Team Pat with her bread pudding. That sounds delicious. But let's stop and think about lo what Lorraine is like. Lorraine was asked to contribute a recipe. And what did she send in? Port wine festival jelly. But Port also wine festival jelly, Lorraine. But also cranberry, cranberry raspberry jam. <laughs> Lorraine, really, with the canning. Lorraine. Well, we see Lorraine. We know what Lorraine's oh, about. Lorraine's wearing turtlenecks every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, she she's is. serious. Anyway, so there's my, there's my PTA, my PTA cookbook. That. Thank you. <laughs> Let's put together a cookbook. Okay. For real. Let's just start asking people that we know. And we'll put it together we'll just put like it together that. Just like that. Great. <laughs> Easy. I love <laughs> it. Um, okay, so I have this um, You're Cooking It Country celebrity cookbook of Loretta Lynn. 
this cookbook is not one that I necessarily cook from. It's a book that I like to say, here you go. This is everything I ate growing up, just in case you need a book that tells you about it. (laughs) (laughs) And pretty much. Now, Loretta Lynn and Crystal Gale were sisters, right? Yes. Yes. So they're eating the same food. They're eating the same food for sure. So Crystal Gale, cash in on this. She's the baby. It's your same cookbook. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Why not? What do you do? Uh, But it's a lot of like basic things, like just basic bread, like stuff like that. Right. But it's just that kind of thing. You know, cucumber relish? Oh. Yes, always, right? Um, Southern style chili. I'm not going to get on board with that. Cabbage soup, fried pickles, pimento cheese. Oh, yeah. the pimento cheese. Cornmeal mush, sure, fine. That's the one that you should make is that pimento cheese. Because you know, it has... Okay, listen, this is a very contested Southern thing. This recipe has mayonnaise in it. And oh. most people contend that real pimento cheese, Southern pimento cheese, does not have mayonnaise. Appalachian pimento cheese does. So are you pro or anti? I am anti because of my father's Virginian roots, you guys. It's very hard. (laughs) Okay. All right. My aunt made maybe the best homemade pimento cheese in the entire world and them's fighting words. And you'll get no. Katie Matthews is listening, my friend Katie in Ohio, she is a very serious pimento cheese person and she probably is already mad at me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, so just, oh, here's marinated asparagus. That's totally different. That sounds way better than frosted. It's asparagus, olive oil, white wine vinegar, lemon juice, salt and pepper. Great. Yeah, it's shit you had in your kitchen and some asparagus you snapped out back. Done. Perfect. Yeah. You ever had fresh asparagus like where you just pick it? Yeah. So good. Oh my God. Tastes like grass. And it takes (laughs) so long for it to like start producing that you know that whoever is growing it has lived there a while Mm -hmm. and like they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. That's what I like about it. Uh, but it's just, I just brought it mostly to be like, yep, mustard pickles. I just bought it, brought it mostly so you could look at it. I just thought you would like some of the recipes in it. Oh, super excited yeah. about it. Super excited. Okay. My next selection is The Treasury of White Trash Cooking. Oh. By Ernest Matthew Mickler and Trisha Mickler. I feel like this goes right with your cooking at country. Well, okay. you know, a little, and I have to say, while I really enjoy this book, I do take a little bit of issue with calling it White Trash Cooking. Mm, yeah. Because it's. It's, you know. It doesn't seem like they're doing it in that joking of a manner. Yeah, because I feel like if we're talking about white trash cooking, oh, I feel it's like Twinkie a wedding Twinkie, Twinkie yeah. wiener sandwich. Yes. You know, that's, this is just, this is cultural. I yeah. Mean, it seems a little judgy. It's a, It feels a little judgy. It feels a little judgy. Also, um, white trash cooking is just Paula Deen, so I don't know what anybody's <laughs> trying to <laughs> Right. That's different. Um, Although her butter rice is fantastic. There, I said it. It really it is. Really I'm is. glad and you said it first. it's just rice and butter. I don't know why it's so good. Hmm. Yeah, I do. It's rice and butter. But I mean... But it's <laughs> yeah. like extra. It's something... Mm, Michael's favorite rice. I'm trying to... That's what she says. <laughs> I'm trying to remember like where th- they were here in this in this book. Lume Whitkin streets to a halt right in front of Iris Maxine Dove's house. There's a little story at the beginning. I don't have that kind of patience, and I think we all know it. But <laughs> suffice it to say, this is clearly somewhere in the like very deep hillbilly yeah. area. It must be. Okay. Um, there are recipes for things like uh, Francine's good old meat. Mm. Page 142. Let's see what the good old meat is. Whatever you got. I assume. Probably. Francine spelled with two E's. One. I'm almost there. 142. 
Spam. It's spam. Oh, sure. Spam, cracker sure, crumbs, sure. saltines, of course. Two beaten eggs, Crisco, and butter. Mm-hmm. Or just either one. That sounds great. I bet that's really good. Slice it, roll it in crumbs, and then an egg and crumbs. So you're just breading yeah. breading some spam with saltines and yeah. then frying it in butter. Probably delicious. Good with ketchup or chili sauce. Serve hot. Cold leftovers make good sandwiches with white bread and Miracle Whip. Yep. That yeah. sounds great. Francine said uh, she's seen him sneak these into the Kentucky Derby when she lived there. She snaked them right in? Sneaking them right in. Oh, I've never been to the Kentucky Derby, and sometimes it's on my birthday. It is. Remember a couple years ago when you are like, what should we do on my birthday? And I was oh, like, yeah. we should get big hats, and we should go to the racetrack and watch the Kentucky Derby. And you're like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I really thought you'd be uh, into it. Um, really? <laughs> it's, you know what? Maybe this is the year. Maybe this is your year. Maybe this is it. Well, now the racetrack closed down, and I don't know if it's on your birthday this year. Well, we'll figure it out. Here's one for cooter kebabs. Cooter kebabs. Now, maybe you can fill me in on this. Uh-huh. Two pounds of raw cooter. Yeah. Salad oil, vinegar, medium onion, salt, pepper, green, bell peppers. What the fuck's a cooter? I um I think I know what it is, but I'm Googling because I think it is. What do you is, think it is? Tell I me what think you think. I think it is a uh, catfish thing. Okay, I'm looking at the recipe now, and I think it is some kind of turtle. It is. I just found it. It's, it's a, a turtle. turtle. Okay. Yeah, I was. I knew it was some sort of river thing. Okay. <laughs> but I didn't it says know what here, it was. Open up your cooter's shell with a hatchet, like in fried chicken cooter. Ouch! Fried mm-hmm. chicken cooter. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's not you, what I thought a cooter was. But okay. I. I, no, I don't want anyone coming at my cooter with a hatchet. I'll tell you that much right now. A different thing. That's. I think it means something else in the mm-hmm. north. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, there's Uncle Earl's beer pancakes. Oh, shit. Biscuit mix, cinnamon, mm-hmm. beer, half cup of beer, sugar, eggs, oil. And then you got yourself, for thinner pancakes, pour in more beer, says Earl. Those are probably not terrible. No, I mean, they're probably. Yeah. It's probably like a beer bread, like a sweet beer cinnamon, bread. Cinnamon beer. Mm. Yeah, it's probably not bad. Yeah. Mm. I, would, I would take a bite. Yeah, yeah try it out. It's like a beer batter, but sweet. Yeah. Bet, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Make okay. a funnel cake out of that. Oh, Yum. yeah. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Mm-hmm. 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 This was also the recipe that had the squirrel in it. You were asking oh, me for a squirrel oh, recipe. Yeah. Let's see if it matches my recipe. <laughs> Let's line it up. Now, this mm-hmm. is squirrels a la king. <sighs> that sounds exciting, though. Okay. Soak two dressed squirrels in salt water overnight to freshen them up. An hour or two before dinner, wash them rascals in two <laughs> changes of cool water. Throw now, th- I wash them rascals in. <laughs> <laughs> now, I only wash them rascals once. Uh, we're going to throw them in a kettle with enough water to cover. Add two halves of an onion, some celery, salt, and pepper, then bring to a boil. Skim the surface foam from the bubbling stew and let it simmer until done. Drain and dry the squirrels. Then split them down the back and brown the four halves in a buttered skillet until golden brown. This is best served with cabbage. What makes it a la king? I don't know. I thought a la king was like a cream. Creamy with carrots and peas. And like on noodles maybe or something. It's on something, yeah. Or toast. Yeah, is, toast, yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Now, I, fr- I fry it. Do, do you? Yeah. Just fry it, because but you do have to soak it like that because you got to get the blood out because obviously you didn't buy it at a store. 
Nobody's buying squirrel in the store. You're soaking it to get the blood out? Yeah, you got to soak all the yuck out. You got to, yeah, anything that's fresh like that. Huh? Yeah, you just soak it right out. And then you let it dry. You pat it all down, do the whole thing, you know. And then you just chop it into chunks and you fry it, bread it, fry it. Then you make gravy out of the leftover stuff and then mashed potatoes. Out of the blood? No, out of the like fry (laughs) grease. Huh. And it's making my mouth water is right it, now. Is it? It's so good. Is it good? It's like dark meat chicken that has more flavor. And this is going to sound stupid, but I'm serious. It's nutty. <laughs> I know that sounds stupid. And every time I have to say, like, but it is. It has that like, you know how really rich dark meat uh-huh. can have that kind of like that flavor. And it's like it has that, that uh-huh. fattiness to it. But yeah. it's also like that richer flavor. It's like that. It's and it's a smaller animal, so it's more tender. It's sweeter. I mean, I would a hundred percent eat a squirrel before I would eat a rat. So, oh hell yes, yes, yeah. So I'll say that. Yeah, it's and the tail thing. I'm telling you, I have a hard time eating rabbits, no. just because they're, they're so, so cute, cute, but they are also so delicious. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever eaten. I know you know what I have. It's I have very, eaten rabbit. I've eaten rabbit. It's, I, it's similar, but this is just almost more concentrated. Okay. Yeah. Sure. But mm, okay, it's really good. Well. If I ever have the opportunity, you have those beaver squirrels in your backyard. You could just I'm chuck one down. I'm not hunting squirrels. That's where I draw the... Now, should my dog catch one? <laughs> Bless her heart. She tries every mm, time. That's dangerous, though, because then there's pokies and things might have gotten mixed in. You need someone who knows what they're doing. Mm. Pokies and things might have gotten mixed in. You know, like if they poke the bowel, wouldn't they bite them? Oh. Yeah. Wouldn't the soaking... Soaking them rascals take care of that? Well, not if their tooth like pierced it and so oh, they can't get that it. Oh, that it's in. everywhere. I, I mean, you could probably deal with it, but uh, I'd you know rather what? not. I'm not going to. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> so, <laughs> squirrel and, no, I don't want to. I'm going to let her have it. I bet they have squirrels at Whole Foods. I bet they I don't. Bet they, I bet they do. Because it's also become, it's totally become a thing. Has it? It's, it's totally what? gentrified, yeah. Really? Yeah. I think that's You can get it. Like, just like rabbit. Like, rabbit has, in the 80s, totally got to be a thing, and now squirrel is becoming uh, a thing. I'm going to look into this. We're going to look into this. Okay, write me a note. I It was on Top Chef. It was? And and they always frame it as, like, a non-traditional meat kind of a thing, but it's, like, you know how they, there's always a non-traditional meat trend? You know mm-hmm. how... Like when Buffalo first and the people in the shark was ha- happening like Emu. in the 80s. Right. Emu was the yeah. yeah. There's always like a trendy. But yeah, it's good. Okay. I bet, I bet they do. Or they can order them. And then or we could just go get one. We've been part. over this. I'm not going to get one. I know. I'm sure we know someone who hunts, right? We know people who hunt. Let's just tell them like next time you're out, bring us some squirrels because you have to have several. There's no squirrel at Whole Foods. I just looked it up. Oh, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, let's they do have rabbit though. Hmm. So okay, it's coming then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. squirrels okay. are coming. And then, and then this one I figured was relevant to us all, uh-huh. to us all here today. <laughs> this is Lulu's leftover turkey shortcake. Oh, great! Mm. Okay, which I thought mm. sounded actually pretty damn good. All right. Okay, so it's a tablespoon of butter, tablespoon of cornstarch, mm-hmm. uh, some diced leftover turkey. Uh, it says it calls here for a half a cup. You know. Adjust accordingly. Half a cup uh, diced leftover turkey, half a cup leftover broth or gravy, a uh, quarter teaspoon of salt, pepper to taste, half a cup of milk. And then oh, in a pot okay. on low heat, add all of the ingredients. For desired thickness, add more or less milk. When the mixture is hot, pour it between biscuits. Yeah. So you're making, you're basically turkey making gravy. Like a turkey cream gravy. Yeah. 
Biscuits that and gravy. sounds great. Yeah, will do. And I like calling it turkey shortcake, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll mm-hmm. do that all day. That's, yes. I yes, love please. cream gravy. Like, that's one Me of my too. favorite, like, things. Just, like, scraps in a pan of something that you've cooked. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. And then just cream. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Gravy. Always. We've been over this. Gravy. Always. And, sorry, gotta have some bacon grease in your kitchen. You have to. And I do. You have to. I don't even really cook bacon in my kitchen but i'll make sure i keep some somewhere mm-hmm. mm. as a vegetarian this whole conversation is probably very uninteresting to you <laughs> squirrels yeah I, I only like to pay attention to things that uh directly <laughs> that <I> like. <laughs> <laughs> relate to me <laughs> all right well, that's this my... one directly relates to you brett Ah, I only brought this one because I thought you might enjoy a musical feast. Oh. Recipes from over 100 of the world's most famous musical artists. Oh. Now, that sounds impressive until you open it up to this page. Where you'll find recipes from Sonic Youth. Oh, okay. Fair. And Soul Asylum. (laughs) What are they cooking? Also Wild Colonials. Okay. I, I don't know why. What's Soul um, Asylum cooking? Soul these days? Asylum is cooking Carl Mueller's annual barbecue ribeye recipe. Oh, which Ooh. is just beer and Tabasco sauce. What was the Soul Asylum song? Run away, That's train, right. never coming <laughs> back. Okay. I I always get Soul <laughs> Asylum and Collective Soul yeah. mixed oh, up. Sure, sure. The first concert I went to by myself was Spin Doctors, Soul Asylum, Screaming Trees. Wow. (laughs) Long time ago and not the right one. Okay. And Sonic Youth, they made chocolate mousse. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Why? Um, Because experimental mousse trash. Huh. Huh. That's why. Okay. All right. What other, what other, what other other bands are in there? Um, Let's see. Okay. We have Barbara Mandrell. Barbara Mandrell. Oh, the entire Marsalis family. Wow. Gladys Knight, okay. she gave us some vegetable casserole, which is not what I expected. No. <gasps> and there it is, B.B. King's favorite German chocolate cake. Oh. I know you guys have been looking for it. Here it is. I've, I've always wondered what his favorite <laughs> German chocolate cake was. Alicia, <laughs> we are making these for Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. We are making Whitney Houston's candied yams. Sissy and Whitney's candied yams. <laughs> yeah, we are. I want to eat with somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted That's there great. to be a yam in there, right? Like, oh, yam. <laughs> uh, Does she Harris. say I am no, at all no. in the song? I am every woman. <laughs> it actually sounds really good. Okay. All right. I'm we'll report it. back. I'm marking it. We'll report Here. back. Got it. Oh, you've got one right there. Perfect. Okay. okay so I'll pass this over to Stephen. Oh, okay. Thank you. What do you got next, Alicia? Oh, <clears throat> well. I kind of can't decide where to go next from here. I have two more, and um, you know what? We'll we'll do this one. I I was pretty excited about this. This is Doctor Susan Lark's premenstrual syndrome self help cookbook. What? It's just raspberries and how to eat, what to eat for you know for your for your lady times, for when you for your your blood feast. Anyway. The diet, she says, she it's impossible to overstate how getting out of the eating problems like a, a good diet will have on your on your premenstrual. Oh, syndrome. it's going to change everything. What does she what does she suggest that you eat? 
Well, she says something that keeps your figure light. I'm sure. Yeah, exercise mm-hmm. as much as you can. That was mm-hmm. really important. And in, the, and in the back of this book here, there are a lot of like figures for like. Um, here's like here's some <gasps> yoga. We should do it. This is I've been. This is the thing I want to do. We, we should do this. Everyone, readers, listen. We're gonna we're gonna do, do, do yoga and stretching for PMS. We'll we'll just choose one. We'll find like an, a vintage exercise program. Maybe it's um, Alyssa Milano's Teen Steam Workout, which I have. Oh, like maybe we find like just a vintage, like calisthenics exercise video and we do it religiously. Like we'll do it three times a week for a month and then we'll report in on Alyssa Milano's teen steam video. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, here it has, it ha- she has massage of the neurolymphatic and neurovascular <gasps> symptoms. I am interested For in when that. you get the headaches, you know, <laughs> I've got the headaches. and then she's got the gentle, soft exercise for PMS and it's things like sitting in a chair and just... Well, it looks apparently here like just kind of touching your head and looking like you're annoyed. <laughs> I do that a lot. Yeah. I'm it already. Helps. It helps a little. Here, lie on the ground. She has. She's lying on the floor with your knees up. We'll do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh, oh God, here's my the one. cramps. Oh, I do this oh. one. Here, she's lying on the floor with her knees up and her arms uh, pressed tightly against her chest. So basically her looks exercises like for PMS are like just lie down and get cry. Get comfortable and cry. Yeah, really clench your fists. I wish that that's what this had been. Oh. So the recipes, we've got, here are some, here she's recommending how to how to cook these things. The easy way to cook the women's diet. Right. <laughs> okay. You're going to want, the following cooking utensils are recommended for women with PMS. Okay. <laughs> Who knew? The following <laughs> cooking utensils recommended for women with PMS. Here okay. we go. Ladies, okay. yes. pens out. Ah. Colander. Check. Food processor. Check. Blender. Now, are these not recommended for women who do not have PMS? Well, I just don't know. Okay. Blender. Check. Okay. Stainless steel enamel or iron pots and pans. Of course. Stainless steel steamer. Mm, I and, do. Okay. I have a steamer basket. And sure. a wok. Oh, and a wok. Mm-hmm. Now, that's interesting that women with PMS should have all of these general cooking supplies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. okay. Cooking methods recommended for... Mm. perimenopausal no okay let me no. take oh i was going to take premenstrual special note. premenstrual women oh i was taking a special note if it was about other things uh, oh okay. it, it might be about i don't know i i honestly i didn't look there's uh, okay steaming okay oilless stir frying <gasps> that's a lie mm-hmm. roasting i hope that's the whole chapter oilless stir fry trimming it's a lie. yeah trimming and <laughs> cutting of meat so basically it's sorry you've got your period Try not to enjoy anything else. <laughs> sorry, sorry you're bleeding, but try not to eat. Lay too. on the floor and cry, <laughs> and don't eat meat or don't eat the anything. one thing your body actually needs. <sighs> don't eat the iron your body actually needs right now. Brown that's rice, for sure. hot cereal, leafy greens. Sure, well, that's, okay, that's fair. Best foods for breakfast: hot cereals, cold cereals. Right. Spreads. Oh, okay. Breakfast. Spreads. Oh, no. What? what? Guess what the fuck she'd suggest as like jelly. Is it period blood? Applesauce. Oh, okay. Well, at least that's better than... It's good on toast, pancakes. Apple butter? Can we have apple butter? Because if if so, then why not? That has the word butter in it, Jinx, and butter makes you a bitch when you have PMS. Butter makes you a fat bitch. Butter (laughs) makes you fat, and fat makes you shitty. So just health corner. Time for a little quick pop-up health corner. (laughs) The nutritionist that I met this week, who was from Columbus, Ohio, big fan, 
Um, she told me that you can still eat red meat as much as, you know, like it's like up to once a week. That's the max she would do. Okay. But she said that it is half good fat, half bad fat. So half the fat you're getting is the good kind you want. So it's okay to eat a little bit of red meat. That's what she was telling me. And I was like, yeah, I'm still not gonna, but thanks for the advice. And she also says that I totally forgot the next part. <laughs> That's what she says too. Eat the, eat the meat. It was something you said that reminded fat, me. And I was like, fat. oh yeah. Oh yeah, this will be great. Nope, I totally forgot about it. Um, It'll come back around. I forgot. Was it about the exercise? It was probably. Was it about how cardio doesn't do anything after you're 40? No, but that was also something she told me. That's upsetting. Yeah. Wait, what? Cardio. Mm-hmm. She just says like, it does It does something, but it, it doesn't stick with you like it does for under 40. Like in your 20s, you can work out once a week and you're great. And, you know, Maddie was told yeah. But once you're 40, your body doesn't, it just doesn't retain it as much. So you're working out harder for less return. And like two days later, you, you got to start all over. So really, you should just be working on strength and flexibility. <sighs> Which, I mean, sure. Right. Great. Well, I don't remember what that corner was, but it's I okay. don't know. Here's fine. fine. Fish stew, fish, onions, mm. garlic, carrots, tomato. That's what you should eat. This is making me fish stew, fish stew, she wants miso soup. You see what kind of garbage this is. <laughs> I say it's one week. Eat whatever the fuck you want. I say so you can move on and also it's my finish your job or whatever else you have to do. Life. I don't want halibut and <laughs> cashew milk. You know what? Cashew milk's actually really good. Yeah, but I don't want to poach my halibut in it because I'm no. feeling huh, like hysterical Jim- <laughs> or whatever the patriarchy says I am right totally now. Jim Carrey gagged on that one. That was, oh, that was bad. Nut milk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's one thing. <laughs> Cashew milk is great for savory cooking. I mean, sure, that's good. fine. I just don't like the implications. No. Anyway, so this book pissed me off and I don't okay. recommend it. Well, I'm going to cheer you up. Okay. I'm going to cheer you up with People Magazine presents, because they did that a lot in the 80s, the special celebrity cookbook, In the Kitchen with Miss Piggy. Ah. Yes. Featuring stars such as Whoopi Goldberg, Candace Bergen, John Travolta, some other people, blah, 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 Larry King. Oh, Princess Diana. I wonder what Larry King cooks. Elizabeth (gasps) Taylor. What does Princess Diana cook? Have at it. Oh, Miss Piggy. The whole premise of the cookbook is that Miss Piggy wants to put out a cookbook. And I love it because Muppet cookbooks have premises. So it's that she wants to put out a cookbook. So she goes to all of her celebrity friends because she has so many friends and asks them their best recipes. And then she whips it up in this book. Because Moi doesn't cook. (laughs) Moi. Oh, Sam Waterston. Where is... Sam Waterston, what did he cook? It's a Walter salad, isn't it? Omelet. Uh, Omelet. I'm looking for... Omelet. Who put... (laughs) What would you put in? If somebody was like, Brett, we're doing a cookbook. What do you want to contribute? What would yours be? Uh, (laughs) How to make really good frozen french fries in the oven. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's actually really good. That's like an Alton Brown kind of a situation you're talking about. Did you say Princess Diana was on here? Because I don't see her. Oh, she's not? I think you were looking at Diane Sawyer. Oh, maybe. Who is just as glorious, honestly. Maybe, I don't know. You you know me in my eyes. I thought you were going to say scrambled eggs. Oh. No, I I feel confident in them, but not (laughs) that confident. But not enough to author something about them. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. What would you put in the cookbook if we were like, Alicia, give us your best? Oh, God. 
I well, God, there's those mouth noises again. I'm so sorry. I'm so hungry. <laughs> That's the problem. If okay, if when they when they come to me and they're like, "Oh, famous Alicia, please <laughs> tell us your recipe for this cookbook Miss Piggy is putting together." I'll say, "Oh, oh God, that's the dream phone call. I love that. I'm so excited." Um, you know, shoot. Well, you know what? I would probably have to put in. I would have mm-hmm. to put in my award-winning cupcakes. <gasps> You're right. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good choice. What were they? S'mores. <gasps> S'mores cupcakes. My I, $100 air s'mores cupcakes. Okay. Let me walk you through. Yeah. Please. In the base, you've got a you've got a par-baked graham cracker crust. Crust? Crust. Crust. As like is. for cheesecake. You know, you get the mm-hmm. graham yeah. cracker crumbs and the butter and you mush them in there with the with the cup and then you just like bake it a little so it kind of makes a little cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cookie. Cookie. <laughs> in the bottom. Then your favorite you know, chocolate cake recipe for the, okay. for the actual cupcake part. Ah, Duncan Hines. Perfect. <laughs> and then, <laughs> um, and I tried this a couple of ways and I'm sorry to say that the most effective way of doing this seems to be, cause I tried like cook, baking it with a marshmallow in, mm-hmm. but the best way of doing it is like getting a piping bag and mm-hmm. filling it with marshmallow fluff after the, after they're baked. So you kind of like poke into the center of the baked cupcake and fill that center up with sure. some marshmallow fluff. That's such a smart choice. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. But so moist, like a hostess. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. Then chocolate frosting, obs, uh, graham cracker crumbles, and marshmallow on top. <sighs> Hit it with the with the brulee torch. Toast that, toast that shit up. And then just like a little wedge, boop, of chocolate. <sighs> Fucking delicious. Serve with wet wipes. They're very, very messy. You've told me this before, and I had never realized until just now that I could totally make those gluten-free. Yeah. Because you can buy gluten-free graham cracker crumbs. You can buy the gluten-free cake cake mix. mix. You can, all of that, the marshmallow fine. Mm -hmm. I had never considered that before. We're totally making those. They are a pain in the ass. We're going to do it. I wouldn't probably want to do it on Thanksgiving because it's no, really like a whole day project to itself. No. It's a pain I have way in the too neck. Much stuff to eat on Thanksgiving to be worried about cupcakes. I have made these cupcakes three times ever. Yeah, because they're a pain, but they're really good. Oh, and, and I so won, won, and I won a cupcake collective, and it was my. Oh. Uh, I won a hundred dollars, <sighs> and um, my recipe was published in a magazine. So Whoa. see, that's like pro cupcakery. So I suppose I would probably, if Miss Piggy came to me, that's the one. Okay, if Miss Piggy wow. came to us collectively, oh, mm-hmm. then I would do the ham. No, I would do the <laughs> <laughs> I would do the Butterfinger cupcakes. Yes. So then, then they would go together, right? And then, because obviously she would want to interview us, interview us about how us. we came to our right. right. So then we would have our cupcake duo. Okay. Yeah. Now, what, what if she came do. just to you, Jinx? If she came just to me, probably that onion pie. Oh. Because nobody makes that. Nobody knows to make it. And it's so delicious that I want to tell everybody about it. You never made it for me. We keep talking about it and I have not I had it. it. I made it for Thanksgiving and you tasted it last year. Yeah, but it was like the next, it was the next day and it was cold or something. Oh, that's true. It is better the next day, but not cold. Okay. I'll make it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have one more, but it's super quick. Okay. I also I also have one. Oh, but oh, you go, go ahead. But you that's go, perfect for the end. For the that's, for, yeah. for the okay. This finale is, on this. This is the South Fork Ranch cookbook. Of course, we have this because the South wedding. Fork Ranch and the wedding and everything. Right. Okay. But the the best part. Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez. Sure, right. sure, sure. Um, South Fork Ranch cook cookbook, an authentic Texas recipe book from the ranch made famous by television's Dallas. 
Okay, this cookbook has nothing to do with Dallas. Oh. If you t- took the cover off of this book, it is just a cookbook. Oh. <sighs> but it's just, it was released at the time, and it was like with the sanction of the person who owned South Fork Ranch. So they would just put that on it, and they sold a bunch of them. Huh. Is it like Texas recipes or nope. anything? It's just, just kind of a stuff, southern, whatever. basic southern cookbook. It does say inside, 1982, happy birthday, Kay, love, Elva. Oh, which I think is really nice Happy that birthday. Kay and Elva probably watched Dallas together and she got her this. And that's really sweet. Yeah. But then Kay felt betrayed at some point by her and got rid of the cookbook. That's or... true. Or maybe she died. Listen, you're bringing it back to Barbara. Yeah. It's like Spanish <laughs> rice, corn salad, country bean salad, squash soup, split pea soup, peanut butter muffins, onion cheese bread. It's just regular cookbook. Now. I am as I am shuffling my cards because what I have oh, here the most exciting thing ever in the whole world. I have this set and you can hear this is me opening and closing the box of those seventies dinner party sort of situation recipe cards. Recipe cards were real hot in the seventies. They Anything. sure were. And they all they all have like pictures of, of things that are upsetting, uh, and things like who is actually eating and making this. Uh, here we have Baked Haddock, Ooh. New England, which is something that is roughly shaped like a fish wrapped in bacon and served alongside a whole bunch of just... Wrapped in bacon? Mm-hmm. But see, I love these cards because I love that they have like the card, like the this is what it should look like, and then it's all on the back. Like that was really, really trendy yeah. in the 70s and it comes and from the New England section. Oh, of, there's a New England section? There are... There are We've got Southwest. We've got New England. We've got the French touch. We've got budget stretchers. That was another thing in this era, too, of like, try something a little French. Right? Try something a little Italian. Holidays. Uh, Oh, marzipan crescents. We've Mm. got memorable summer meals. We've got Creole country. (laughs) Pull one of those out and say, remember that time we had... Of a memorable summer meal? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, hold on. Remember that June when we ate... You remember that memorable that memorable summer when we had all that veal roulade? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's not what I thought that was going to say at all. Hold on. It's going to be fish. Let's try another one. Okay. I love this game. Okay. I'm lo- I'm trying not to look cuz I don't want to. Okay. Remember that summer when we had fresh fruit kuchen? 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 What the hell is that? Cooking? I don't know. <laughs> cooking. I think it is cooking. Cooking? Cooking, right? I'm I, pretty sure. I don't even know what it is. I don't know what it is. It is something. It's Oh, it's like, it's kind of like a peach cobbler. Kind of. Oh, okay. Raspberries. Oh, because again, because Melba was very popular in the 80s. Haitian rice ring. Yeah. Uh, oh, p- prune roasted stuffed pork. That's not a... Yipes. That's that nice. That actually meal. looks delicious. It does look pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'd eat it. Okay. How is Kuchin spelled? K-U-C-H-E-N. We can, um, eat, we can eat it with the cooter kebabs. Yeah. I love Fresh fruit Kuchin and the cooter kebabs. <laughs> I love vintage cookbooks, but I especially love vintage cookbook items like this. Yeah, like this the is... pre-done packs and sets, and you could order them, and you could order certain themes and containers, and I, I'm a huge fan. Oh, I'm a huge fan of this, and I got this at the uh, now, now gone uh, Hollywood Market in the north oh. end of Boise, where they sold 
pretty much everything from any time ever. And I probably got this for less than $5. And I love it. I love it. I love it so much. I, I pulled out a couple, a couple of um, recipe cards that I thought were okay. particularly... Um, well, here's Chicken Waikiki Beach. Oh, that's right. Great. And I think that we can all probably guess on what the major flavor components are going to be. Pineapple. Yep. We got some pineapple. Is there There's rum involved probably because they love to do stuff like that? <laughs> oh, no. And I thought there would be coconut. It's really just Soy pineapple. Sauce. Soy sauce, ginger, blue. It's just like sweet and sour chicken. I yeah. thought there was going to be coconut here. But pineapple, yes. We've oh, got John great. Wayne's cheese casserole because, of course, we do. What? That sounds <laughs> awesome. What's in it? Green chilies, oh. Monterey Jack cheese, okay. cheddar cheese, egg whites, egg yolks, <laughs> what? canned uh, evaporated milk, flour, salt, pepper. So it's like a... It's like a souffle? Yeah, kind of like a... It's kind of like cheese, a cheese souffle. Cheese pudding, like a cheese... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God, that sounds great. That does sound good. <laughs> it's got tomatoes all over the top. Oh. Yeah, I'd eat the shit out of that, John Wayne. Set those Yes, I would. It's now, like broiled. Are they like broiled on top? The tomatoes don't look broiled. They look freshly Fresh, laid on, but... Yes, but on the top of the... Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Now, yeah. this... I, I feel like it wants to say charcuterie, mm-hmm. but it says chocrute. 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 That's yeah, okay. That's the thing. Chocrute casserole, uh, which is beef tongue. It's beef tongue. It's tongue and ribs <laughs> and sauerkraut. Oh, no. Mm, that sounds good. Juniper berries, <laughs> beer, apple jelly. I don't want it sounds really German and really to good. eat this at you all. You don't like tongue? <laughs> I mean. I mean. <laughs> In not, a sandwich? Not for breakfast. <laughs> no, I don't think I do. And this, boy, this just looks like a plate of tongues. I'm going to hand that to you. That I, does not I, look good. I really enjoy it. So it's sliced. That's sliced. So yeah, it looks like a platter of like tongues. It's yeah, not, it looks like something from like Hannibal Lecter's yeah, workshop. It does. It looks like maybe maybe on Halloween, if I was into that sort of thing, I would serve that for Halloween. Okay, but so have you ever cooked tongue? No. Okay. <laughs> have you... Have you had tongue? Nope. Oh, then what are you doing? Alicia, it is delicious. Okay. Oh, no. But I mean, like that. I, I, I mean, I hear you, this. People, people. Yeah. Because yeah, of the it. Basque. I thought, sure, you would have. That's why I thought you would have had it. They only have it on Saturdays and only for a minute because it sells out really fast. And I just never yeah. had it. I'm oh, not, like, oh, I, I would, imagine that would be something you would be like, I'm in. I'm no, I would, I would eat it if somebody put it in front of me, but I'm probably not going to order it. You wouldn't go there and order it. I wouldn't make a special point. No. It's really good. Okay. It, it tastes, it has really, really good beef flavor and the texture is, is really good. It's like a roast beef texture, like okay. a very like, you know, the kind of roast beef you can slice so it's tender, but it stays together. Yeah. It's like that. And I, you know, I'm not opposed to it. Like, no. like I said, I would, I would eat it if it were presented to me, but it's the, just, just off putting enough. And especially that picture where it just looks yeah, like a plate of tongues. Misrepresentative <laughs> because it doesn't, that's not all what the tongue looks like when you get it. Right. They've sliced it and like. I think how you get it in a restaurant, like I do, I was just going to suggest never to cook it. Because yeah, it's I really would, off-putting. I would not cook it. I would not yeah, buy it at the grocery it's store. Awful. So it's not, yeah. It was one of my favorite things when I was little and it's really good. I just, and I've never gone down to get the sandwich because I've never been to the Basque restaurant because oh. I can't eat a bunch of it. So I've just never, right. but I need, I need to go just to be like, oh, here's what they have. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, we've got party ham casserole, which <gasps> like, I am all in favor party of. Party ham. What's in it? Noodles. Just noodles and party ham? Noodles and leftover ham and uh, cream of mushroom soup and yeah, onion, oh. mustard, turkey. It'd be great. It's great. 
Woody, party ham. Okay, here's a question for you. Party ham kick casserole. There it is. <laughs> kick casserole. Chips O T. Chips O T. I put chips O T. It'd be great. Chips on everything. Oh, chips O E. That's a totally different story. Um, if you were gonna write a cookbook, okay, what would it, what would your like theme be? Like, what's your, what's your? Oh my god, that's an impossible question. <sighs> I hate to think that I would be one of those like like lazy meals that look impressive. That's awesome. That's a cookbook. Like that's Amy Sedaris. That's a cookbook I would totally buy. Okay, like, well I have to think of the, I think people. I have to think of the catchier name, but it's like sure. things that are really easy and you can like slap together real fast, but but it seems but then when you present it, you're like, no big deal. Oh, what this old thing? What this? <laughs> just, no. just threw this together. It's no big deal. But totally, I want to like throw it together. But to look like, oh my god, that's wow. a great <laughs> idea. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. That would be yeah. Okay, that would be my cookbook. Would you do Stephen? I would probably do like trash vegetarian food. Mm. So like, uh, how to make like a good sandwich with like fake meat. Yeah, you know, like yeah. tofurkey meat or and whatever. And people need that book because you have to work real hard to get to a point where you know that stuff. Yeah. Like you just have to buy all the products mm-hmm. and try all the things. Yeah. yeah. And then like then your like flagship recipe is like the super kick-ass grilled cheese sandwich and your super oh, yeah. kick-ass fried potatoes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Love it. I do have a vegan junk book, junk food book. I wonder if that's similar. I like that. I don't know. Yeah. I've also, I, one of my like entrepreneurial ideas has always been to like open a, a trash vegetarian restaurant mm-hmm. in Boise because there's nothing like that. In Boise, that would clean up. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And yeah, under, I mean, undercharge alone. everything, you know? Yeah. Because then people would be like, Sorry, yeah. that was very <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm going to keep, end up keeping Brett in business is what's going to happen. I'm yeah. just going to be like, I need all those fake burgers. Give me yeah. all of them. <laughs> It's gluten free, right? Great. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's your cookbook? Oh, um, I think it would be things that things like that that are like trashy, trashy foods that people shit on, but then making really good things with them, mm-hmm. like actually really good things, like the Velveeta, like, like Velveeta, but then making something that's fantastic that anyone's going to be like, oh no, that is that is actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Any kind of processed package. It'll food. be called. I told you you'd like it. I told you you'd <laughs> like it. I love it. <laughs> Try it. I promise. Good. Yeah. <laughs> These are all great cookbooks, yeah. you guys. What are we doing? I know. I know. Let's get out of here and write some cookbooks. We're uh, in the wrong business. <laughs> oh, oh. Thanksgiving. It's happening. It it's is. my favorite holiday. Yeah. For it's sure. My number one favorite holiday. You have a playlist? I've got a playlist ready for No, us. I'm counting on you for the playlist. I've got the playlist. I just oh. learned about Spotify this week, so I can't be trusted <laughs> with anything. <laughs> I, I mean, I knew about it, but I didn't know how much fun sure. it was. We can have karaoke. We're going to probably karaoke oh, at Thanksgiving. God, I'm going to have to get ready. You really should have come over. I, I mean, I don't know what I was thinking. I know. So so stupid. I mean, I'm so glad you came over. <laughs> yes. That was so fun. Oh my God. Whichever one it ends Whatever. up being, Whatever. I'll just yeah. cut it. We'll, yeah, we'll just fix it. <laughs> Let's see. I'm looking to just uh, give you a little a little sampler of what we've got. Oh. I also like that when there's playlists that are about cooking, because they're always kind of like, like they have those sounds in it a lot, and a lot of like, I like it. Got a little Bing Crosby. I've got plenty to be thankful for. Oh, That's coming nice. up, right? Man, you're cooking, right? I'm going to be chopping. You guys whipping your cream over there? Are you doing it? Happy you doing it? That was my whipping sound. It was really good. It was really good. Do it again. Wow. That's good. How about this one? How about here? 
little Neil Young harvest. I'm making sweet potatoes right now. That's what's happening. I'm making those sweet potatoes from that cookbook from Mm. Whitney Houston. (gasps) We got to think of punny names for all of our Thanksgiving dishes. Oh my God, that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got to hang up the turkey tapestry. Yeah, we have so much to do. Oh my God, there's so many things we need to do before the big day. Before yesterday. Before today, I mean. (laughs) Uh, I'm so glad we got all that done. I'm going to get out my <laughs> so much In the to nick do. of time. In the nick of time, we got it finished. I'll get out my decorations oh. that I've got, like all my kid decorations. I have a, a pilgrim that I colored when I was six, six oh. years old, when I was oh. in first grade. Yeah. Cool. It's held together by those like uh, thumbtacks, the brads, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've had all the drawings out all month. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, oh, this is great. The Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown. It's called I Want to Thank You by Otis Redding. I love. This one's on the... Now, Tucker's going to have some things to say because Tucker's usually in the music mix, but I don't know if they have one, but if there is a, a John Waters Thanksgiving mix, we're going to end up listening to it. That's fine. Yeah. Because also, <laughs> I always insist on listening to Alice's Restaurant. Right. On oh, Thanksgiving. He'll, he'll love that. Sure. Okay. It's part of the... Yeah. And this, I think, is a nice touch. Coat of many colors. Ah, I'm so thankful. I'm hitting the table. Yeah. So good. It's going to be a great Thanksgiving. This is the year of fucking Dolly. Dolly is just dominating this year. (laughs) She sure is. It's crazy. I'm waiting for her to come out and say that she's done some she's done some people dirty i know just, she, i need her to come out to it and admit it so that we can be vindicated i feel like she has we just need to read her autobiography she has a recipe in that musical feast book oh she does what was it it was for some drink some like booze drink exactly. that's not lawful good is <laughs> right. it that's, that's right right does she have one in miss piggies because i feel like miss piggy and dolly parton definitely they're probably together. pretty tight she's not featured on the cover oh but let's see I feel like just by playing this song. I know, I kind of like it in there. Oh, wait a minute. Willie Nelson? Salmon patties. Salmon patties. Come on, Willie. Willie. Uh, Calvin Trillin. I don't know who that is, but he submitted scrambled eggs that stick to the pan every time. (laughs) Oh, Calvin. (laughs) And that's realistic, and I like that about you, Calvin. No, I don't. I saw that as well. It's just boneless chicken. There's also a boys to men banana pudding recipe in there. Oh, Ivana Trump. Oh, I'm sorry. Alicia. Ivana Trump is Ivana in there. Ivana Trump is in oh, here. Wowie, wowie. Beef goulash. <laughs> mhm. That makes sense. Oh no, are you? I don't see. No Dolly. I don't see Dolly in here. John Bon Jovi didn't contribute anything to the Bon Jovi section. <laughs> I saw, I noticed that as well. What? <laughs> I am. It's Richie I, Sambora and the other guys. Did you see me like flipping back and forth? Like <laughs> that's exactly what I did. I know it would be. John bon I know it would be spaghetti and meatballs. I know it. Oh, of course it would. I learned this weekend that that the Bon Jovi song "Bed of Roses" is an amazing country song. If you sing it like a country song, it is so good. Oh. But if you sing it as a rock song, it sounds real kind of shitty mm-hmm. and kind of like, I don't want to lay down on, I don't want you to lay me down anywhere. <laughs> but as a country song, it is, it's quite moving. And it's like, lay me down. Yeah. You're like, all right, lay me down, John. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dolly. Low gravy. I love big band music because it sounds like I'm growing up. Sounds like being at home and like everybody's doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, come on, you guys. This I is love cool. it. Did you put past the cranberry sauce on your playlist? No, I have not yet. Okay, we need that for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's we always, from always sing 
the song from Bob's Burgers about Thanksgiving. Every Thanksgiving oh. we sing it like it's a holiday tradition. It's the it's the like the invocation. Yes. Yeah. I, I, that's when I discovered that Tucker and I were Bob and Linda. Yeah. <laughs> like Thanksgiving time. I was like, oh shit, that's it's Lynn, happening, right, Lynn? Lynn. And he's like, oh god. And I'm just there like, yeah. <laughs> Ding! What's that sound? It's the gravy boat coming to town. Not the navy boat. The gravy boat. Sailors in your mouth. Sailors in your mouth. That's what Thanksgiving is all about. Yeah. That's uh, that's become one of our. Thanksgiving traditions is just to watch all the Thanksgiving episodes oh, of Bob's yeah. Burgers. Yeah, it's yeah. a great day. That's a good one. That's a good one because we can have that on with the kids. We can watch mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I mean, except for that whole meat curtains incident. But well, you know whatever. what? Whatever. Right. They got to <laughs> learn. Yeah. They got to find out sometime. I mean, well, I think we had a really nice Thanksgiving I together. Think we did. It what great. a nice time we had. Readers. I'm so Listeners. glad that we got together with the Whitmans for a little bit. That was fun. Found out they do, yes. in fact, have a Whitman sampler. They do have a Whitman sampler newsletter. Oh. Did you find? Well, it was, it was a blog oh. in the Blog Times, but they gave us a link. Oh. And we'll share it. We'll share it on yes. the Overbook page somewhere, so that you can also check out. 19... With permission, did they say we could share it? They put it on our page. Oh well, then yeah, shared. Great. Okay. But then you can check out early two thousands or whatever Whitman's too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can. Anyway, happy Great. Thanksgiving, readers. Happy Thanksgiving, readers. I'm excited to all of all of our special readers, especially. Yeah. They've been so excited for us. And I've been excited for them. Yeah. Honestly, I have gratitude for our yeah. readers. I have a lot of gratitude for the readers, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I readers. think I speak for the readers when I say <laughs> we all have a lot of gratitude for both of you as well. Oh, thank you. You guys, stop it. I mean, go on. I mean, stop it. I mean, us, yes. <laughs> Mashed potato, chubby checker. Nice. I'll stop it now. Well, well. This has been a great Thanksgiving. It sure has. We're going to get into the holidays in December and have some new sponsors. Yeah. That's going to come. So December will be exciting. So eat all the food, relax, and then come back and listen to more. Come back. Take your pants off. Yeah. You can do that. You can do that here. Yeah. Here you can. Home is where the pants are. Home is where (laughs) the pants are. We say it all the time. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving, uh, cheese bags, and... Well, um, stay tight. See ya. Grab your tea and have a seat.